For so many people, spas, wellness amenities, retail outlets, and shopping is a big part of the fun of staying at a hotel or resort. So are you making the most of these as a hospitality provider? Amy Mullins is the Vice President of Retail and Spa for KSL Resorts, and in this episode, you're going to hear the opportunities she sees for showing hospitality through attentive service, the power of selling things that delight your guests and enhance your brand, trends that she's seeing in spa and wellness, and the unconventional approach she has to recruiting. Hospitality. 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 Hospitality brings people together. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. I think the magic in spa, golf, retail is really the human interaction. You can usually sense when someone's not super happy. And if you're brave and courageous, you can just say, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. I, is there anything I can help you with? Not help you find. Different question. I think the best thing that we can do it, when our guests come to us in the areas of golf, retail, and spa and everywhere is to, we're entrusted with their care. So be really honest. So, for example, because they're, in many cases, super open when they're staying with us, if they say, what do you think of this color on me? you know what? Uh, I'm not sure. Try this one, right? Always be honest with them. Make sure that they are, for example, if you're working with someone on skis or snowboards and you don't have what they need, maybe they rent. Um, if you're acting in their best interest, they will be satisfied and come back. And they remember that. They remember they that. Absolutely do. I would love to hear you talk a little bit more about the importance of retail and spa in the general sense of providing hospitality, because I, I am interested in moving hotels and resorts beyond just the, you know, the walls and the rooms and into the ecosystem and what we experience as guests. <laughs> but what is the importance of retail and spa in that? I think enriches the guest stay because it stimulates their limbic system, helps them create memories. We've worked with you know famous resorts like Miraval, and it's almost like a talisman of their stay memory. It kind of also balances the idea of experiences versus things in a very, very tangible way. Some people, it's not about price point. They can find the thing that they love. Could be a worry stone. It could be signature golf balls. It could be a beach towel or a tote that's logoed, and they take it home every time they use it. They remember their stay. And that's powerful. And you're also making money in doing this. So again, it seems that these things are connected. It is. I can't tell you how many times I've traveled and seen locus of our property all over the country. It's really, really fun. Yeah. How do you think about doing this tastefully in a way that sort of reflects the brand, but still gives people that memento? You know what? Uh, We follow the brand's positioning. So sense of place and, for example, Fairmont Grand Del Mar went through a repositioning exercise really around the canyon setting. It's not, it's not coastal, it's a canyon. So what are the fragrances that are there? What are the plants that are indigenous? How does the light travel over the day? Where's the best place in the, in the resort to see? So it's interesting, too. Some locals are very commercial in terms of brands. Some are not. Uh, for example, Fairmont's Grand Del Mar. The signet is very, very popular. 
So we use that, that little icon and bug, and it's very quiet, very luxurious, and if you kind of like, you know, you know, that's what it is. Then there's other logos that are really about play. Camelback Mountain, for example, has a little bit of a swoosh. Silverado, sense of place, super important in terms of the history of the property, the nod to the agriculture, sense of place. We added a chef's garden. We've done things like honey and greens in the salad, tying it to food and beverage. It's all really important. And actually, in terms of sense of place and sustainability, which I also think is important, natural grasses, for example, on golf courses, eliminating um, grasses that don't belong there, plants when we do renovations. We're also part of the renovation is saying, this tree is indigenous, this grass is not. Take out the grass and add the tree. And from a water uh, conservation perspective, it just seems to work really well. It's great. Everybody wins here. The planet's winning. That's right. Uh, it, it's, it's a great story to tell. I want to follow up on the, the chef's garden and in the sense of are there culinary food op, um, offerings in some of your retail outlets that you're selling as well? <coughs> um, we have done many. Um, oh, gosh. We've done lavender cookies. We've done honey. We've done a lot of local in our food and beverage. So it would be the salad greens or the sage. We've also done custom amenity fragrances with ele- fragrant elements from the natural environment. So short answer is yes. I think the challenge is, is that there's so many opportunities. Can't move fast enough. <laughs> so yeah, there's a bit of picking and choosing there. I imagine as part of that picking and choosing, you have to have a sense of what's going to resonate with uh, with our guests. And you also have, probably have, have to have an eye for the future of what will become popular. And I wonder, to unpack that a little bit. If we talk a little bit about the kind of world of spa and, and wellness, mm-hmm. where it seems more and more people I'm talking with are are kind of seeing there a lot of opportunity here. You're, you're running this. And I'm curious in this area, what things are you thinking about or trends are you tracking or things you're most proud of in that area of spa at the moment? Well, I think there's a couple of things. One is wellness means something different to every person. It's very individual. So part of, I think, a great spa journey is understanding what the intent of the guest is. Maybe they just want to be completely anonymous and have, you know, no one talk to them all day long. Maybe they're coming for a girl's trip or a family trip. During pandemic, we saw um, a lot of multi-generational travel and that continues, especially in spa. So what are they coming for? And then how do we honor that? There's also a big rise in aesthetic treatments You know, cosmetic is always something, you know, there's a bit of cosmetic surgery tourism where we do, some people do stays, which is very, very nice. And I think the sense of place also plays. So, for example, in using a vino therapy in Napa or in San Diego, Fairmont Grandamar, for example, using the sage and the elements that are natural to the canyon, tying those um, golden threads through the treatments is wonderfully important and really, really ties back to the sense of place and I think the specialness of this day for the guest. Amazing. Before we go, is there anything else on your mind? The most important thing about what I do every day is really people. Recruiting, training, promoting, retaining our business is the people business and hospitality, I think as you mentioned, just is not an easy business. I was a retailer 
before I was a hospitality professional, it's all the same business. People showing care for their guests, inviting them to return, making them feel welcome. It's, It's all the same business. And I think what is incredibly important about hospitality, you could have a 30 year career in a single resort. Very few businesses present that opportunity. It's amazing. Uh, and I think you can find great people everywhere. In fact, my husband's often like, stop recruiting the server or the present the movie theater. But what happens is I don't think people know about the, uh, the uh, opportunities that are in hospitality. This is amazing. So as you're just out living your life, you, it sounds like you have your radar up and you're saying, All the time. hey, you're really good. You should work in hospitality. Yes. And if you have your card, you don't, you don't know where people are going to go. Have you hired some people that way? Absolutely. All the time. The other thing I think is interesting, because we're so financially focused, guest satisfaction, financial outcomes, is hiring someone to be successful in a resort from the wild of retail or spa, it's a challenge because they're used to being the primary driver of the business. So you go from, my POS isn't working, to all the front, no, they can't check guest center, right? So then down the pecking order. So, and in many cases, they're required, they're, diff, they're what they're held responsible for is usually payroll, sales, and shrink. Here, they get the responsibility for all of it, but it transforms them into complete juggernauts of their business. Because all that you have to teach them is the, the levers of the PL. It's really fun. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Dot com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. Tomorrow.